0: Horror-horror-horror-movie?
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Let's make our movie? Oh, I,
1: wonder, I wonder what will would be like then. Brains in jars, I'm gonna guess.
0: We're a long way for God knows, son.
1: Slowly Coming wh- out of his mouth. Crawling out yeah, of his that's mouth, fucking cool. of skin. No.
0: So he doesn't save them, the bridge goes down, people die. And he's like, oh well, job done. Clarence. Can yeah. we
1: try take two again?
0: Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying is maybe don't trust sentient hats to make life changing <laughs> decisions. But
1: thanks for your correspondence, Jatos.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Let's Make a Horror Movie Podcast. Hello. <laughs> that is Jonathan. Yeah. Or Jonathan for short. Or yeah. 3DK. I've never played the Dane. <laughs> welcome to let's make a horror movie ladies and gentlemen hello that is john what that is dave
1: (laughs) quite a crowded house tonight
0: (laughs) very crowded house sir very crowded house and this is the fortnightly podcast where one of us writes a horror movie synopsis or sketch and the other one contributes and feeds back and then we pass it out to the listeners there and then you all write him your ideas. And we have a ballet jolly good old time in the next one. Yes, we do. Oh, it's, it's, gone all, it's gone all shit. <laughs> <laughs> it went, it yeah. steered straight into shit. The,
1: <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. That's
0: I've, my notes. I think <laughs> keep all of this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, look. So, I mean, to be fair, last time we had Robert Durston. Mm. So, you know.
0: He didn't actually open the podcast, though, because I remember we, we talked about that. Remember? It was late. He was late. Yeah. He was late. We didn't know where he was. Yeah. We left him in the house with one of our friends. Don't know where they've gone. He's a
1: hard man to get hold of, isn't
0: he? Yeah. But I mean, I haven't seen Susan since since Durst was here. Mm.
1: I did find a note, but it wasn't in her handwriting.
0: Yeah. But it was signed from her. (laughs)
1: Yeah. All her clothes were gone.
0: Yeah. Anyway, look, we're getting, (laughs) getting sidetracked. Robert Durst did make a small appearance last yeah, week
1: and he won't be invited back
0: won't be invited back unless, well he's now, he's, now he's on yeah. trial isn't unless he? we get susan back so yeah unless, yeah, unless we get susan back Maybe, well who knows where susan is
1: and in which case he's welcome
0: back <laughs> i mean look we don't want to cross pollinate yeah, podcasts because yeah. we're doing that on finding yeah. susan <laughs> which the third episode of which yeah. is uh, going up tomorrow think, yeah yeah,
1: yeah which is our famous true crime podcast yeah it's absolutely doing
0: very well, isn't it? Re- yeah finding yeah. susan yeah. finding Sue's.
1: Netflix have come
0: sniffing at our door. Yeah. Sniffing with Susan. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, look, this podcast is a, is a horror-based podcast. Yep. I, I don't I mean, think... that's, don't that's think, clear so far. I don't think the guy at the beginning said that, no. uh, did he? He sort of just cracked straight <laughs> he's in. He's not...
1: I mean, he's he's gone off for some
0: gin. He but... wasn't reading a script. No. no, I, no. Bri- I briefed him. I'm not entirely huge...
1: sure who he is because I didn't invite him.
0: <laughs> well... I just assumed he, because he was here with Robert Durst last week, and then he stayed. Oh, God. And then Susan obviously disappeared. That's
1: why he's wearing Susan's clothes.
0: Mm, Are they Susan's clothes? Yeah. I didn't didn't like to.
1: That's why they were stretched upon him.
0: One doesn't like to, Yeah, yeah. you you never know.
1: He's wearing just two of Susan's dresses stapled together, hanging over like a tabard.
0: Right. That's why I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't and like you kind of just it. thought, it's business as usual, yeah. come and do the podcast. Who's <laughs> this <laughs> well, well-dressed well gent? Very well-dressed. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it's a horror podcast that's uh, fortnightly. Mm-hmm. Um, one of us writes a pitch and pitches it to the other one, yep. and then the other one sort of feeds smack, adds to it, and then we throw it out to you guys, yep. as the guy said. And um, you that. we talk about it in the first act of the podcast, and then we go on to another yeah. pitch.
1: And now it's the new normal, and it's an, an even episode, it's my pitch.
0: Mm. Um,
1: is it number 20? Are we at 20? Fucking hell, yeah. Yeah, 20.
0: Double <laughs> a score. Shit, yeah, we should have got some trumpets, and I don't know. What, <laughs> what else do you do? Uh, marching band? The podcast is in four acts. First act, John, is?
1: Is feedback.
0: Any audience feedback on last week's episode? normal so, stuff. You know yeah, what's going on, oh, yeah. Everyone knows. Yeah. Act two is... Culture. That's right. Anything that we think might be interesting. Act three, of course, is... The pitch itself. Pitch the, itself. The, the, the fucking meat of the pie. The meat and two veg, if you will. Mm. And act four, of course...
1: It's the chat at the end. It's the... We go p- over the names. We go over the concepts. It's the themes.
0: Pitch post-mortem. So quick. We probably do about four yeah. or five minutes on the pitch itself. Chewing yep. it over. Yeah. Adding, subtracting. Then it's uh, a lovely name search for the title. Yeah,
1: where we've almost always gone with the first thing we said
0: <laughs> after a few minutes. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Certainly last time that was true. I'm,
1: I'm just being cynical. But.
0: <laughs> and then, then look, uh, sometimes there's some silly nonsense at the end about any of our other yeah. podcasts that we do. And there's a lot. There's before. a lot. I mean, it's yeah. a growing list. We are busy. It's not obviously- just Finding Susan. If you're new, thanks for coming. I hope you enjoy yeah you um, will we should probably say you can reach us on twitter at leman that's yeah. l-m-a-h-m pod
1: yeah we're on spotify same name oh yeah spotify movie.
0: Yeah, knock yourself out I mean you probably know if you might be listening yeah. to this on spotify yeah you might
1: it. be yeah in which case this isn't for
2: you
0: <laughs> well this announcement is. yeah it's you. not all podcast, about you podcast is definitely for you yeah. anyway look we're getting sidetracked instagram under the same name of let's of course, make a horror yes. movie and you can email us. Uh, let's make a horror movie. Gmail. dot mm-hmm. That and their Twitter is probably the best place to send yeah. any input or feedback you might yeah.
1: have. Broadly speaking, I do Twitter. Dave does Instagram, but there's a lot of crossover. There, it's it's a real mucky yeah it's mucky a, mix.
0: yeah it's a mucky mix. Yeah. It's 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 a fucking mess. <laughs> oh hello again. Oh hello. Welcome to Act One. Thank you. He's a loud fella today. He is. Yeah. Wow. Still don't know his name. He's wearing
1: one woman's shoe.
0: Maybe we'll we'll ask him what his name is
1: uh, when he
0: he pops back for the next act. So, (laughs) at one then, as per the rambling intro, is the Mm -hmm. section of the podcast where we get feedback on last week's pitch from the listening public. I'm
1: sure some people say it said favourite bit.
0: oh yeah I'm sure I think Stephen King said didn't he yeah I think he did said that's my favourite bit might not have been about this podcast but I'd like to think it was
1: I mean I don't read all his correspondence it's too
0: many (laughs) it's too much we have got feedback from our north of the wall Mothman educated story (laughs) construction expert J-Dubs
1: hello J-Dubs
0: hey J-Dubs his uh, email is entitled episode 19 full brow dear high brow and low brow
1: (laughs) it's clear which one's which oh
0: yeah Quick one this week. I'm off to Randy's funeral.
1: Yeah, we haven't been invited to that. In fact, I mean, I got an invitation which said, "Don't
0: come." Yeah, well, I yeah. think we're considered to be culpable. Yeah, I so. mean, yeah,
1: I mean, like, that's for the courts to decide. Though. It's not for us to to get through
0: here. These things happen. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Stuff happens. People die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that was exactly what I said to the police yeah, yeah. verbatim. So he says, uh, dear highbrow and lowbrow, quick one this week as I'm off to Randy's funeral. Of course. In truth, I was like a ropeless nun this week and real (laughs) life got in my way. I do love the inference that your nun audience or nundians (laughs) are a completely self-obsessed bunch who would only care about nun based content.
1: (laughs) You know nuns. Nuns like nuns. I
0: mean, nuns are very keen on nunning, nunology. Yeah. Nunnyism. Yeah got any other I, no, no <laughs> I haven't
1: I would say the one flaw of nuns is that they have become slightly myopic
2: but they
0: in are in the a... they've
1: dedicated their entire life to one thing
0: true they are a palindrome so they have that ah, but yeah. of course um, well done sisters <laughs> doing it for themselves <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> they got to make a habit of it. <laughs> I,
1: so Third week in can row for that one.
0: <laughs> we just roll out yeah, the classics. The ones not, that work, they keep coming back. That's it's the,
1: not even got dust on it, has it?
0: Just don't let it settle, John. you got to keep it in. It's like keeping up a uh, football, yeah. keep up uppies. <laughs> so, regarding the pitch, I was toiling to get into the swing of the cast dynamic, despite the in-depth and detailed backstory of Peebles and X. Mm. As such, I was thinking of a way to bring us more of a connection to the tourists and up the bond between them. Mm-hmm. As much as X Bandages is likely an altruist, I'm pretty sure her commitment would break at some point in the horrific nail-floor face-on-face drama.
1: Yeah, no, that's a
0: fair point. X Bandages? What, what did we call her? Is, oh. Maybe, is he just forgotten her name? F- I think he has. I forgot her name too. And I
1: think, they I call her Anne Bandages.
0: Anne, okay, so Anne Bandages. So he says, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure a commitment would break at some point uh, with the nail floor face on face drama. So, yeah, so <laughs> I propose you introduce two tour groups. Ooh, Hello. Here, Hello, here mate. We go. Coming up with new ideas, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. to do the rest in Northern. that's how he talks. Yeah, yeah. One, <laughs> It says, do one a stag do and do one a hen do. The stag and the hen are the betrothed, and possibly end up on the same tour by accident, or perhaps by a stag prank. Obviously, this I like
1: that. That's genuinely quite good.
0: (laughs) Obviously, this adds a lot of tension to the layers and layers. Sorry, to the Mm. tail, strengthens the bonds of the key characters and provides lots of fertile ground for pranks, trysts, and an expectation of misbehaviour. Yeah, I like that. These groups would be a nightmare for the guides and would allow you to provide a slow reveal when larks turn to genuine horror.
1: Yeah, I think that's genuinely a very good idea.
0: I mean, it certainly gives a lot more space for, for sort of contextualising the movie and the scares and, yeah, yeah. you know, filling out yeah. all the gaps.
1: You could call the movie Last Night of Freedom
0: Oh, that's quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Just, just off the cuff that off dome, that.
0: Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. You mean you didn't have that pre-written? No, language? I didn't. <laughs> yeah, because now I thought you and J-Dubs would be amazing. about it. turns it. out that I'm J-Dubs. goes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to hear some more about the background of the face-on-face activity. Why is this a repeated activity? What does it achieve? Do you know what? I just thought that would be cool. A yeah. sc- scary cool, yeah. Like horrific. I. Yeah. You know, so horror. Yeah. But I thought, how horrible would it be to see somebody wearing somebody yeah. else you know's face. That'd be terrible. Yeah, and then, and then come in after you. And a so, kind of
1: grin mockery of your prior relationship. Yeah.
0: It's shocking. It's very mm. scary, especially in a dark underground, yeah. poorly lit setting mm. when the lights are constantly dropping in and out. Beyond that, everything is up to your interpretation. Yeah,
1: I would say as well, you were, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, aiming for a kind of real splatterhouse kind of movie.
0: Yeah, I was going for a splatterhouse. Yeah, yeah. He says, uh, the setting is immense. Dave painted an amazing picture of the vaults. I agree. They are a truly haunting place, and the pure darkness is something to behold. Great work. Thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, no time for casting this week. Must fly. Blah, blah. Thandie Newton. <laughs> Peace and love, is always. J-Dubs.
1: Thanks, J-Dubs.
0: Thank you, J-Dubs. That is very much appreciated, yeah. as always. And I, I, like I think people. some cracking additions there. Yeah, I agree. A couple other things I was going to cover briefly... At don't buy this book, which was a great handle. Yep. Suggests bad habits, thy will be done. Yeah, which was a cracking yeah. title suggestion. I love that. From yeah, thy will
1: be done is a fantastic name for it. I completely endorse that. Thank for, you very
0: much. For new listeners, mission was episode eighteen. I think it was. Yeah, set in a mission. Yes. <laughs> so clever <laughs> name. Clever, very clever name. Really smart. Really um, smart. It took us. It,
1: honestly, guys, took us about five minutes to come up with that. <laughs>
0: Um, also, he suggests then for The Vaults, so the last episode, mm. subterranean homesick horrors. Yeah, very good. Which I love.
1: That's quite a cool, because I, I remember reading that, I'm thinking, that's quite, because obviously you're a big um, Dylan head. <laughs>
0: I think that's the term, isn't it? Yeah, Dylan Oligris? Yeah, yeah. Bobite. Bobite. Yeah, that's quite D- cool. A Dylan Millen.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're a real Dylan Millen. Um, so yeah, I thought I would appeal to you. <laughs> that's the first...
0: Yeah, very, very good name. Yeah, but. good, yeah. Thanks, Smithy. More um, at don't buy this book. I don't know what people prefer to be referred to by their handle or their um, username. I, don't I know. mean, we've done both.
1: Mm. So I think we're all right, mate.
0: There you go. So, uh, yeah, you can tweet us at Pod if you've got yeah. any better titles for any of our episodes. Or, uh, frankly, you've got any old shit you want to say.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Is that us for I've ba-
1: done. I think that's it.
0: Should we check the phones? Yeah, yeah. the phones, it looks like all lines are busy, but yeah. they're all calling uh, about something else. Yeah, about one to do
1: other podcasts which, guys, we've gone through this.
0: I think this is Finding Susan tips.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah they've, <laughs> all, they've all think they've seen her.
0: <laughs> Hello, welcome back to... Hello. <laughs> in and out, in and out, yeah. like, a, like a fucking quick, and a whippet?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In and out, like a quick, like a quick
0: whippet. But like a quick whippet. And whippets are already fast. Yeah, so, so a quick re- one. Fucking hell. Um, you can't even see him. No. That's the thing. You only see yeah. them when they're standing still, like it, to eat or something. Yeah, it, and then, it would
1: keep pace with fucking Sonic at this point. It's that quick a whippet. Yeah. I've yeah. watched Sonic. But even Engine with recently. Sonic,
0: you can see him when he's moving. That is true. But whippets just appear. to are shit. See, this is the mistake a lot of people make, is that <laughs> yeah. they think whippets can teleport because yeah, they're there yeah. eating and then they're over there sniffing something yeah. right? like hundred yards apart but it's they're not yeah it's just that they're moving faster and you can see them. and you
1: blink one's lying back in a chair with a pipe in his mouth thinking how the fuck did he get there
0: mm. well they're all around the table playing cards <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> act two then so yeah. cultural highlights i've got to say i know you've done loads of horror so we'll, we'll predominantly concentrate on you I uh, just for a bit of fun because I think she's a great comedian. For anyone that doesn't know Maria Bamford, oh yeah, she's uh, I've watched her. Uh, weaknesses the brand. Is her new special? You can oh, you can you can buy it on Amazon Prime. That
1: was the show that was in London last March, wasn't it? I think the one I was... that we saw. Yeah, yeah. I think because mm, well, I mean I know it
0: might have had the same name. Yeah, because that because but... that,
1: that lines in it. Yes, they they, med- that line is in like it. That line
0: is in it, but or was in it. But no, this this is not the same show. Isn't of the content? No, wow. it's very it's very funny.
1: Anyway, I've got two movies. One's good. One's all right.
0: All right, let's hear it. <laughs> all right, let's shoot.
1: One's all right is called Snatchers. Nice little horror comedy. Girl gets pregnant. Um, turns out it's not what it seems. <laughs> in a kind of real splattery horror comedy. In a way
0: that you can't say without spoiling it. Yeah, you would spoil it. Okay, fair. Uh,
1: but it has got Rich Vulture in it. And it's very good. I'd, I'd recommend Rich Fulcher? Yeah, from the Mighty Boosh. The American guy in it.
2: Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yep. who, who were you hoping it was going to be in that? Julian Barrett. Julian
0: Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So him. I saw Julian Barrett at the Remy Bamford show last year. All comes together. I was too nervous to say hello because he was with people. and I don't want to be an arsehole. But I did stare at him for too
0: long. Yeah, no, that's that's they love that. Yeah. Oh they really God, yeah. love that. Yeah, because yeah. my eyes were locked. <laughs> <laughs> just especially if you're really close to them. Yeah. So like they, what, what somebody who's got a public mm. presence likes most is if you're within, say, two meters yeah, and then your eyes just bore into them. Yeah. But if they do look at you, yeah. you've got to flick away your eyes like you're not looking at mm. them, but then... Make sure that you're looking back at them yeah. so that they can see that you are looking it's back at them.
1: It's also important that the people they with catch you looking at it's them. It's a dance. Yeah. It's be- a dance. Because, and then if you do it in a way where you're leaning forward as if you're about to speak. Yeah. So then they're awkward with their own interactions. Yeah, yeah. Them, And then you just bottle it.
0: It's very much, it's a it's a whole dance. It's yeah. a whole thing. There's classes on this um, yeah. when you become a public figure. Yeah. Or if you want to look at them, you can go <laughs> yeah. to the Looking at Public Figures class, yeah. which is where I learned all about it. Of course, yeah. Um, and I now teach yeah, one of going those for the classes. Best, isn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, I mean, we work a lot with Dexter Fletcher. Um, he like he'll come and he'll
2: <laughs> he'll,
0: <laughs> he'll come and he'll uh, sit in, yeah. all, and people will practice staring at him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's a it's really, a real, really good guy.
1: It's a real softball, isn't it? And it really gets you gets you going. With
0: it. I think he just likes to do it. Well, obviously, he's doing it as a favour to the school. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> if you want to know more about the staring classes yeah. or St. Eustace and the Chips, which yeah. is the, the school that yeah. we run, largely, yeah. John and I. I, I, think,
1: I think the students colloquially know it as Creepers Peepers. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you want to know more about either of them, write in and we'll cover off next week. But like, yeah. I'm not going to get into the, no, of the house and. We've where already,
1: already given this too much time. <laughs> <laughs> and the other films I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> is is a really good film uh-huh. A really
0: really good one wait so the average one which was, let's let's say it was let's come up with a better term than average um like, it um, was
1: a seven out of ten it was really i mean fucking um, hell man that's
0: not an average no, no, movie yeah, i enjoyed it i really enjoyed it right. i, I oh.
1: laughed we we there was a fair bit of splatter in it it's it's it's, it's a very likable film
0: one star <laughs> <laughs> that's basically do you know what you you've got a sort of come down with me scoring yeah. system but they're like uh they're like yeah, do you know what? It was a great host I laughed and I laughed and he was a great he was a great host. And the food were lovely. Now mm-hmm. I don't normally eat pork, but he done that pork belly right proper nice. And um I don't normally eat pate, I don't like pate, I don't, like pate. I don't like the thing. But he had that and he, that was really nice too, right? And uh, and I love the karaoke after. Yeah. It were great, it was great. Six out of ten. <laughs> anyway, so John, can I really score <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so snatchers, uh, good movie. Um, <laughs> there we go.
0: It's good. It's moved from uh, average to good. So,
1: um, and the film that was amazing was "I Trapped the Devil." Mm. Um, it's in much more production. A uh, guy's debut film. Josh Lobo. Real simple setup. A guy and his wife go to visit the guy's brother for Christmas. The brother's been a bit reclusive. You don't really know why. Turns out that he believes that he's trapped the devil in the basement. That's cool And is, and then they're like so what have you think you've done you go down there to hear voice going please let me out I need to get out Ooh. and then he's like no look he's the devil and oh explains I love himself. that it is a, what a concept a master, it is a slow burn what a concept fuck me it is good the yeah. direction is unbelievable it's one of the most beautiful films I've seen for a while
0: that's uh, fucking wicked I'm, I'm really I actually love that concept nine maybe ten out of ten it is I really enjoy it you love adding a score to things I, I mean I
1: didn't used to but now it's, it's very
0: doing. it feels very fixed and harsh yeah, but in a way, I'm glad that you do, because otherwise we wouldn't have yeah. known that Snatchers was actually a good movie yeah. rather than an average movie. Exactly. We wouldn't have known that if you yeah, didn't yeah. have your scoring system. See, that's the thing.
1: And now you know that, oh, what do I want to watch? I want to watch a 9 or 10 out of 10 film tonight. Crap the devil. You,
0: I was going to say, <laughs> I feel like there's a bit of a public duty of us as a broadcaster, yes. as a broadcaster with an international audience yeah, we as take it, well. Yeah. We're duty-bound to talk about the global pandemic yeah, yeah. that I predicted in episode 12 Yes, down the mountain yeah, yeah. because I'm a savant clairvoyant. Yeah, yeah. you're quite a uh, seer. So, you know, a lot of people have been saying, what are Le Mans Pod doing? Yeah. Because I think people look yeah. to us as very much what they call thought leaders yes
1: we've heard from the WHO mm-hmm. we've heard from the leaders but what did Le Mans pod think about this exactly we're the so, guiding star for so many
0: stock up on dreamies that's my main piece of advice <laughs> now now, for those of you who don't know dreamies are small square cat treats yeah Um, but cats fucking love them mm, and you now, also
1: own quite a few shares in those as well
0: <laughs> now imagine what you would be like post apocalypse uh-huh. in front of an army of cats <laughs> huh because yeah. they will fucking do anything for Dreamies. Yeah, so will, I'm saying will. this is not just yeah. idle chit chat. Yeah, yeah. So number one, stock up on Dreamies. And here's the smart thing. No one else is doing it. No, they're not. <laughs> no one else is fucking doing <laughs> it. No one else is it. clever enough. <laughs> yeah. No one else has gotten in the fucking All the, the rooms are like Yeah. And they don't know, mate. Yeah. They fucking don't know. Get around, these stupid cunts. Yeah. We... <laughs> find toilet paper and that. Yeah. Fucking Dreamies is where it's at. <laughs> yeah. We'll have them. We'll have these fuckers. Yeah, in the
1: kingdom of the blind, the one-eyed man is king.
0: With, with a thousand cats at his back. You're goddamn right, John. I will set mittens on you. Crawl your fucking eyes out. You'll hey, have that? your wallet. <laughs> Who's laughing then? Um, Twelve months worth of fresh bread. Yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. been a big one. Um, yeah, yeah. That's taken quite a long time, actually, to to just build up. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean... Your house
1: smells lovely, by the way.
0: starting to... I've had them a week... Mm. so it turns out I'm starting to have second thoughts is all I'm saying because 12 months worth of fresh bread is a lot of bread I have
1: heard that that if you rotate your bread so it stops the bronzer back from going damp
0: yeah So that's a big one. 12 months of fresh bread. Uh, Oh, eggnog. Yeah. uh, Very much for a similar reason to the Dreamies, uh, but not with cats. Uh, But I'm sure you'll find, again, someone in post-apocalyptic times that will probably do stuff for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, when it's like underground eggnog
0: dealers. Playing cards as well. But most importantly, uh, we're stocking up on hats. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Um, Because, and we weren't going to talk about this now, but because we've been a bit forced into it. Yeah. But we need the stock of hats for our other podcast, Hats It. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is where well you and I both try on hats yeah. and we talk about how they we look we did
1: that for so long I always forget <laughs> about it
0: and the thing yes. is and in the audience it's its similarly themed to this because mm. then the audience feeds back yeah. on like did they or did they not like yeah. the hats on yeah. us but of course all they're going on is mm. the audio description of what the hats look yeah. like on it how it
1: fits how it sits mm. what kind of mood it invokes
0: colour has it got feathers yeah, yeah. has it got a trim yeah you know has it got I don't know has it got objet d'art on it <laughs> yeah is it a fascinator or a hat? I mean, it goes oh, on. Let's not bring that um, up
1: again. <laughs> that was to blow
0: The third, there was a lot of third wave um, yeah. haberdashery haberdashers <laughs> yeah. that got really fucking angry <laughs> they, about they that. They did. They were furious. So, and we got, they? Uh, so hats it actually is not at the moment on Twitter for that reason and got banned because yeah, yeah. um, of the, the third wave haberdashers. But you can still listen to the podcast. Yeah. Listen to us talking about hats. All things hat. Yeah. So and that's. <laughs> And hat's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it ends. <laughs> wow. Um, I hope
1: no. it's worth it for you
0: all. <laughs> well, thanks for sticking with me for the hat it. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And welcome to Act 3. Hello. Oh, yeah. Well, no, thank no, you yeah, very much. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, he's he's high energy. He is I high like energy. it. I like hey, it. Bounce he's, around. Something about his. Yeah. He's got quite a crisp sort of English mm. thing going on, but I can't quite yeah. place it.
1: But he's got eyes that carry a few secrets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For anyone <laughs> that's not familiar with how this normally works, if you made it this far, well done. Yeah. And um, this is where we're going to get John's pitch.
1: Okay. A um, couple of caveats to this couple one.
0: Couple of calves. Got to caveat up. No Clives? Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> there is a Clive. Yes. Um, there's always room for a Clive, Clive except in a, in a nunnery. Internally.
0: Well, sadly, yeah. yeah you
1: can't sl- you can't slip a Clive in a nunnery, <laughs> I've always said that. <laughs> it is a fantasy story.
0: Ooh, yeah. That's I know. good, I, I like that.
1: You get your ears around this. An actual caveat is, this is either really good or utter shite. <laughs> I uh, don't know which and I, I've lost all objectivity on it. My wife said it was alright, so you know. So yeah, but then really... your
0: wife has also disliked ones that we've really oh. quite enjoyed. I don't know what she's about. So, ooh, yeah. so far.
1: <laughs> We're always on the source—it's a problem. <laughs> 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 well, we, she, we all need to wear a way of coping, don't we? <laughs> uh, yeah. We open on a flurry of panicked crows. Uh,
0: oh, you got like crows it. in there, mate. Like
1: we pan back to see that there are hundreds of crows, all with a noose around their necks, tied to a large dead tree. They screech madly as they vainly try to fly away. There's a hooded figure at the base of the tree. He lifts a white hand from the cloak and snaps his fingers. The tree and all the birds erupt into flames. The noise is overwhelming as they panic and scream. Oddly shaped figures shuffle around the base of the tree in the shadows. You can't quite see what they are but it's like an odd shaped sort of things. The burning birds surround the dead tree like leaves in autumn against the dark sky. The ropes burn to ash and the birds are all released into the, from the tree and they scatter into the night sky. That year still burning? Or still burning? Yes. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. Little what bit an of, opening, Yeah, it must be something magical about this. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I'm I was
0: thinking that's fucking grim. And I mean, going, I've tried
1: it. this and I've managed two crows before. I thought you've got to need, need some fucking magic on this. <laughs> okay, we cut to our main character, Josephine, or Joe, as she's usually called. She's a nineteen-year-old woman taking a year out from university to help her ill mother. Her mother, who is called Lorraine, is in the last stages of a terminal illness. Those... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> quite a quiche taste. Although she gets um, NHS care, it's not quite enough. So Jo returns to her childhood room in the Lake District to help as much as she can. Although she's clearly missing her university friends and her lifestyle, Joe is trying her best in this difficult situation. Joe gets regular messages from her girlfriend Hannah, who visibly cheers her up. But her mum's health is getting worse quite severely and quite quickly. So these correspondents are clearly important to Joe as an escape. Basically, it's like so you get like a lot of context. Of her getting texts and doing kind of like um, video chats and stuff. And it gives her a little bit of a light in her life, but essentially she's got to go back to camp for a month. at the end of the call. And it's difficult for her. She's struggling. She's only 19. Just a yeah. lot, to be, lot to handle. It's
0: a lot. Too early to ask about setting or. Um, um, or it's that?
1: modern day. Um, and it's in the Lake District. Oh, you said Lake District. Yeah.
0: Sorry, sorry.
1: No, no, it's worth
0: clarifying. <laughs> I mean, because... So, we're I'm... not from London! <laughs> <laughs> Just out in the sticks. Yeah, up at Crow Crag Cottage. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
1: We go to another young adult in his room listening to music. It is night outside. We see an orange glow by their window, of which they are completely unawares. As it increases intensity, we see that it is a burning crow from the start. It starts a hammer against a window. The teenager sits up in sits up in shock and rips the headphones from his head. He shouts loudly in surprise at the apparition and goes to the cracked and now cracked window. So it's just sort of like banging into it, like, like, furious. A
0: cracked window. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh. it's just smashing
1: at the cracked window, just almost like just pecking at the sort of um, the, the glass itself. Down on the street, you can see a cloaked figure staring up at him. So you can't quite see his face, but you can see from the it's standing, it's clearly staring at the window. Mm. The burning crow slams against the window again, rattling the glass in its frame. The, the, um, I don't want
0: to interrupt, but listeners right now will be able to hear the police chopper. Yeah, that regularly comes by here, presumably to make sure no one's growing weed. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> or oh, looking for Susan.
0: Well, I like to think they're finding yeah. Susan. I've, yeah,
1: uh, I mean, we've told him it's nowhere, she's nowhere near it. But you know, they won't listen. 7
0: p.m. Uh, EST, uh, 8 p.m. PST. Uh, finding <laughs> Susan. Uh,
1: David John. The teenager falls back from the now damaged window, so he just falls back into the shock,
0: and then goes again
1: to look at the window, and he can't see the figure at all anymore. So the figure's gone. After looking in vain through the sort of cracked glass for the figure, he hears like a low chuckle. From the back of his room.
0: No no, yeah. no
1: no. So he turns so so the entire rear of the room is now in utter darkness despite the lights being on. A darkness which seems to spread across the walls like mould. Out from the darkness steps a cloaked figure. As it walks forward towards a terrified teenager, its cloak falls away as if attached to the spreading darkness. This reveals a tall, black antlered, white skinnedless male figure. So when I say white I mean he's like he's a colour of like white, a birch white. tree. So, yeah, so just yeah.
0: like a birch ashen sort of white. Um, and you say with black antlers. With black antlers. Very nice. Yeah. Lovely touch.
1: Um, his flesh is the colour of a birch tree, white and ashen. I've already covered that. Um, he walks elegantly with arms that reach far below his waist.
0: Silver birch. Silver birch. Yeah. <laughs> Just for clarity. Yeah, uh, good, I good catch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The teenager seems transfixed by the invader the as laugh. he moves to... Em- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> I picked that one up. Um, so
0: I- Is it the larch? Yeah, the larch, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Carry on,
1: sorry. <laughs> it's the teenager seems transfixed by the invader as he moves to embrace him. Its arms the teenager and with a snarl, he holds him close as the teenager begins to struggle. So he seems almost like mesmerized for a moment. And as his arms kind of go around him, he almost seems to like wake. Snap out of it. yeah. 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 But eventually he, he succumbs to the creature's strength, so he struggles, but the, the tightness of the grip, he just sort of, like, the fight sort of leaves him. As they embrace, the skin from the teenager starts to discolour and goes an odd clay colour as stretches unnaturally, almost like he's sort of
0: melting, but not mm, melting. Droopy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, grim.
1: Slowly they sink down into the shadows of the floor, taking the darkness with them, leaving a well-lit empty room
0: nice yeah sort we, of a fantasy hellraiser almost exactly yeah definitely... <laughs> loving it
1: <laughs> we catch up with joe as she sits in her bed with her girlfriend hannah who has come from manchester to see how she is they awkwardly discuss how long joe will be away as she misses her but there's a clear tension in their relationship due to the new distance between them so imagine they've been together for a couple of years and and they've obviously she's gone back for good reason but yeah. it's still difficult for them
0: where's the conflict here's the conflict there we go there you go um <laughs> Ask the question. Answer the question.
1: Joe goes to kiss her girlfriend, but Hannah shrugs off and goes outside for a cigarette instead, just to just to get a bit of space, yeah. leaving Joe slumped on her bed, slightly upset and just a bit kind of morose and a bit. Sort of I like
0: noise. how she's. It's a nice touch that she's smoking tobacco and not vaping. Exactly. Yes. Old school.
1: Yeah. Down hall as Hannah leaves, we can hear Joe's ill mother coughing and spluttering from from the bedroom that she's in. Just as a kind of reminder of a seriousness of it, but also it's still tough for them both.
0: Do we know what's wrong with her? Did you say what was wrong? Um
1: mind? I I left it quite open. I just pulled the little terminus. Yeah, just 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 bad. Yeah, it's just, 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 you
0: know, it's
1: just yeah, yeah. rough, is Outside, Hannah lights up and sighs heavily looking at the sky, playing with an iron metal pendant around her neck. A flickering moving light above catches her eye. It darts across the sky but steadily gets closer. Calmly she watches it, assuming it's some kind of like firefly or whatever taking long drags on her cigarette, until eventually it slams into the upstairs window and Hannah sees it is a burning bird,
2: one of the oh, yeah. previously,
1: fluttering and hitting the grass. She cries out to Joe to come down and see this, but getting no response, she runs up to see
0: what's happening. She's like, fucking hell, there's a
1: mm. burning bird smashing into your window. Come and have a gander.
0: Uh-oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hannah rushes into the room to see the tall, white, skinless gentleman walking from the darkness towards a dazed Joe. We see him clearer, as well as having short, light, black antlers, he's also crowned with woven thorns. Hannah screams her girlfriend's name, which rouses Joe, who looks around frightened. Hannah throws a lamp at the invader, so like it's a sideline, just mm. fucking slams it right at him, which shatters across his face. He moves towards Hannah, snarls, and stretches out with an elongated clawed hand. Hannah starts to move unwillingly towards the monster. The clawed hand touches her chest, but recalls in horror as it pushes her pendant, forcing the skinless man to retreat for a moment. Um strange bestial hands reach out from the shadows around the man, grasping for the two girls, so, like strange mm. sort of mix of hooves and hands and all no, kinds of cool. just, just grasp at them yeah. um, flailing really. Joe grabs Hannah and they escape the house, running at full pelt down the street together. Joe screams and remembers that her mum is back there and immediately turns back. So just literally bolts, realises wordlessly just turns and just runs right back to the, to the house. And Hannah's like desperately saying, Just wait, just wait and stuff. Together, they head back to the house while Hannah's calling the police as they go. They're told to wait by the police. She says, don't go back into the house, i mm. go. assume it's a normal intruder. But Joe grabs a loose brick and enters the house again. Reluctantly, they creep upstairs together instead of waiting for the police. After slowly searching the house, they find no one there except the perfect wooden replica of Joe's dying mother in her bed with IV tubes and wires feeding into the lifeless carving that's really yeah. cool so yeah. that's what we've got I've gone all out of this yeah I've gone all out with this there's some weird shit in it
0: well, there we go I mean that works out well for everybody and they could maybe <laughs> yeah. put that in the garden yeah I mean you probably want to yeah. take the IV tubes off it or whatever I mean,
1: but... I mean mate the story's finished I
0: mean because <laughs> you could give that a nice oil a yeah. nice hard wood yeah, oil yeah, yeah, and yeah. then well really bring it out keep it looking good it'll really bring the grain out
1: um, we get a montage from Joe's POV of Hannah and the police talking to her to try and give them some idea of what happened in the room before Hannah got there. Mm. Um, Hannah tries to convey how fucked up the guy looked who attacked them, and presumably took Joe's mum. But it sounds ridiculous to mm. the police, who try their best to rationalise it as much. Come intruder. on,
0: love. Come on, love. Sounds, <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds ridiculous. I'm exactly exactly that. that. Exactly
1: Well read, by the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think so, love. Uh, all right, all right. So, <laughs> so there were a man with ant- antlers in the room.
1: <laughs> they're both <laughs> rolling their eyes heavily yeah. at this. Trish,
0: point. Right, write them down, Carl. He said they're they're saying what did they say? <laughs> they said there's a man with antlers in in the corner and something about a black rug.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a couple of, of the detectives are very interested in the wooden carving left behind and take it as evidence. When the detectives take them, you get the impression that it's maybe? That the wood carving's a slight tell for them, so there's a slight
0: like oh, so they yes, maybe yeah, so there's a glance like, between them, all that, something's happened before. Yeah, with, that of.
1: triggers like a little thing, but they don't mention it because you don't really tend to tell sort yeah, of uh, people that. That's cool. um, eventually, they're left alone in the house. So after some time has passed, with some police officers stationed outside, Joe is still motionless as she tries to deal with what happened. Hannah is on the internet, researching, trying to find something that will shed some light on what happened to them. She discovers that there was a recent case involving a wooden replica of a missing teenager. This detail was not in the actual media sort of like reports of, of such things. The only finest detail from the father of the missing boy who had been posting on Reddit about some legend about a man who takes people and leaves carved effigies in their place. As Hannah relays all of this, Joe awakens from her stupor and they message the man immediately and arrange meeting him. It appears that other people have also responded to this guy on the forum Three people in similar cases, all of whom have been similarly sort of like affected. Anna said she'll meet Joe there. She has to sort out a few things first, but she's just going to meet them there. And they both lose the cops and make their way to, to this guy's house. They meet the missing boy's father, Clive, Sean Pertwee. Love it. It's oh, a Pertwee, yeah. yeah. Honestly, Pertwee would actually smash this role. Sean, uh,
0: listen, let us talk. He,
1: he's he's an older man and slightly wrong-footed by their relationship straight from the beginning. So when they went to come to oh, the door, right. he's a little. He's not like he's not overtly so. But he's yeah. a little bit like. Oh, oh, right.
2: okay, uh, yeah, it's yeah. all fine.
1: Yeah, two thousand twenty, innit? It's all right. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? A yeah. bit like that about gotcha. it. Gotcha. But soon he rants about a king Evelyn, who is said to hold dominion over Cumbria and invites people to his court. The women react confused as what as what he is trying to say. As the creature they saw was a violent one and obviously trying to hurt them, so he's kind of going, "No, look, this is this this is a king of the area, and right. you know oh, I he's, he's, he's he's got a reason. He's inviting people back." To his but, kingdom. It's it's not. Okay, it's, it's not, not perfectly what it seems.
0: fine. Yeah, it's not it's not don't yeah. let the scary, freaky, exactly. non-consensual nature of any of it yeah. freak you out. He's definitely fine. He's
1: definitely a bit worried. Okay. Clive gets up and leads them to their son's empty, untouched bedroom, where he reveals a wooden statue of his son laying on the bed. Clive responds to his son Thomas some early, from the from the scene earlier. And many of us are all right, as they are doing King Evelyn's court, dancing and making merry. I mm. shouldn't worry. That's because that's where Joe's mum is now. Oh. and obviously knowing she was
0: ill, it's, she's fine. She's she's okay now. They're she's, all dancing together. They're, in they're King, King Evelyn's court. Well, that's uh, lovely.
1: Yeah, the the girls never told him about um, Joe's mother, so he'd obviously been following the case himself. Right, so he's yeah. obviously been picking up stuff from the newspapers. And that again he is a knows bit of that a red she's flag. Now
0: dancing yeah, in the court. which is a bit of a
1: red flag because they've only just given the basic exchange of messages and stuff. <laughs> all, all of it's
0: flags. <laughs> all fucking, of it's yeah. fucking red flags. Yeah, stuff.
1: I mean yeah. this story is called Red Flag Factory. Uh, I mean that's, that's, <laughs> that's what as that's its worker tile. Uh, he also tells them that he will help them and other that he has helped them and other people left behind to find King Evens Court themselves, and that they had to go by Hard Knot's Pass as so that is only road to get there. It's clear that they aren't the first people to contact him, as he says that the Burning Birds don't think about the people close to the ones they choose, but he helps them find their lost loved ones. So the ones left behind, he he sees himself as a kind of like middleman Right,
0: a go-between.
1: Yeah, because he's like, well, I've lost my son, but you know, I can can help people get to King Evelyn's court myself. You know, fucking Clive. (laughs) Clive then becomes increasingly excitable, so much so that he even grabs Hannah's arm slightly too hard Mm. and tells her that King Evelyn may even help fix the two of them and maybe she would like Thomas once this was all done so so he doesn't get lonely
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's a little bit well, you know I mean, what I mean he could he basically right he's come up to you and he's got a bag and he's opened the bag and he's like yeah. he's gone do you want to see what I've got yeah. and you go yeah what have you got and he yeah. goes red flag <laughs> yeah. and then he goes to go in again yeah. another red flag he's just, and he's put him even out even bigger red yeah. flag there's one under my hat there's one <laughs> in my sleeve what's this in my pocket oh another red flag what's behind your ear massive and, red and flag and then he
1: goes what's up behind you and you turn back and he's a red flag <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> just in a with coat. a massive erection <laughs> I like all red flags.
1: So, yeah, and he tells them that she would like Thomas once that was done and he did it so he wouldn't get lonely. Hannah punches him. Um, two <laughs> women rush out of there with Clive nursing a split lip, ranting as they leave. So he's kind of shouting after them, going, it's not going to be all right. And, but he's, he's nursing a split lip because Hannah's fucking lamped the cunt. <laughs> um, basically. Um,
2: yeah.
1: So, with a bit of research, they find hard knots pass in the National Park of Cumbria. And they camp as close as they can, because you can camp in those sort of areas. Yeah. Not directly near it, but you can camp near enough. They make their way to the area with backpacks and torches to go and rescue Joe's mum. Because right now, there's nothing. the police aren't believing them. Ooh. They've got no other options. They know where they've gone. They've got something to work with. Hannah tries to broach the subject that the dying woman may not have survived being taken, but Joe shuts her down and tells her, that she will go alone if Hannah doesn't think this is worthwhile. Hannah clearly hurts, says that she's committed to this, and will follow Joe wherever it leads. Upon hearing this, they hold each other for a few moments before heading out. I don't know. That's
0: where we are. That's where we are They very readily accepted the explanation of Mr. Red Flash.
1: You would have to put some scenes there where there's a bit back and forth and stuff. Yeah,
0: I think you would want Hannah to be like, look, even if you accept that it's slightly fantastical or supernatural, you know, there's nothing to suggest it's some... Amazingly benign no. su- supernatural yeah. thing. I think you know, one oh, thing. Oh, oh, it's, oh they've yeah. just been taken for a bit of fun. They're all fine mm. yeah. somewhere else. What I think you'd have to do is you'd have to
1: do a more back and forth between Clive and Hannah and Joe where they're like, no, 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 this is fucking sinister. Mm. I've I mean, seen the guy. You yeah. haven't seen him. And then he's going, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So you would have to, that scene would have to do a lot of heavy lifting. It would take a very um, good scriptwriter. They venture out in, into the dying light across the sparse landscape. Hard Knot Pass lies in a valley where a dense fog obscures their view. They turn on their tor- torches which help to some extent, but they get an impression of animals moving around them as they go further into the gloom. They keep walking and notice that there are large trees hanging overhead, blocking the sort of like the sun in the sky now. Um, Hannah comments that um, Hard Knocks Pass is just grassland and they must have walked too far, but their compasses and phones offer no no help at all. There we now. go. That tells you so all you need So they're walking to know. into a wood and there wasn't a wood there before. It's just grassland as far as I can see, mate. Mm. So it used to be a home base. It did, yeah, yeah. yeah a real flagship store, would not it? <coughs> a red flagship store, if you hey, will. Oh. Hey, that's what you keep Yay. coming back for, listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fog thins out as notice burning lanterns hanging above them. Notice that Hannah's metal pendant is now vibrating so much as it appears almost blurred as almost as if he doesn't like to be there.
0: Have we got detail on the metal pendant?
1: Yes, it's going to come up later. Oh, on.
0: Yeah. okay. Um, at the moment, um, it's just metal.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is a kind of like um, steel, mean, or like iron steel sort of thing. It's, it's uh, iron. What does it, like, it look like? it um, I had in my head, you know, those sort of like goth, but a bit more like
0: sort of goth isn't really like a shape, metal. though, is it? No. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. We've already we've already established it. I mean, it's some sort of metal. I mean, the
1: kind of like there's a certain like alternative fashion metal to go a bit like Nordic. Okay. so there's like kind of like basics
0: of arrowhead shapes and oh shapes. okay so sort of like an arrowhead Can
1: hold my feet to the fire on this one <laughs> well <But>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah in
1: my head it's really clear
2: actually <laughs> yeah. it.
0: sort of an arrowhead then it made is, of iron or... yeah
1: it is iron it's the kind of thing you'd buy from like camden
0: that kind of thing you know the kind of thing i mean listeners oh yeah all, um, our, all our listeners are on know. yeah <laughs> gothy that you might yeah, get in sort in of like camden alternative
1: art. metal fan sort of thing little bit Nordic.
0: I love how you're really struggling with just like, it's sort of square or a circle or a yeah, triangle you know. or you know, a rectangle. You
1: know, one of those shapes. <laughs>
0: yeah, but instead a bit gothy. Sort of gothy with a sort of hint of moody edges. Exactly. A very yes. moody yeah, yeah. edges. Yeah. yeah.
1: Ahead they see a deer with its head bowed low. Joe walks ahead to carefully approach it because it does see nothing except trees and lanterns. Just point. thinking dinner. <laughs> yeah, I mean Joe's already got a knife and fork <laughs> As she gets closer, it's clear that the deer is furless and its skin is like that of a person. So it's like a kind of pink, sort of
0: hairless. Oh, that's grim. Yeah. As I it slowly that.
1: raises its head to real human eyes staring out from a oh, deformed... Oh,
0: so fucking wrong. Yeah,
1: deformed hybrid human face with tiny pinprick pupils staring out madly. It stares at Joe with tears running down its face. Oh,
0: that is fucking horrible.
1: Hannah catches up and recalls in horror as Joe reaches out to comfort the deranged and clearly upset
0: creature. fucking hell.
1: As its fingers brush its twisted features, it shrieks and bolts into the strange forest. Hannah and Joe both sort of scream and sort of step back, and Swinner torches around to show that other deformed creatures have begun to like surround them. They were all the same mockery of woodland creatures, but with recognisable human features and skin. They all cry out and reach for the women. As they get closer, a deep mocking laugh rings out through the trees, and the menagerie of deformities retreats into the shadows, but not too far away. So they're clearly still there, but they're sort of on the sort of edge of vision, as it were. The voice now beckons them to announce themselves to their king and his court, and a line of hanging lanterns flare with fire to show them the way. Joe grips the torch tightly, squares her backpack, and takes Hannah's hand and they walk together to face King Eveling. They find the mythical ruler sitting relaxed on a wooden throne with writhing sobbing humanoid figures at his feet. Almost like a a living rug,
2: almost. Mm.
1: Mm. Welcome, welcome to the both of you. I am sure you would not want to offend your king by forgoing the customary courtesy. Or has Albion changed so much that she raises daughters with so little respect? Um, He casually waves his hand at them both. I would allow one of you to bow if that makes you feel more comfortable, he says while grinning. He's a bit of a prick, this guy. Joe steps forward, tells him to fuck off, and demands her mother back. He says that Lorraine (laughs) now has the honour of being part of his court in Joe's absence. Um, Because obviously he went to get Joe initially. Mm. Um, Although he's happy that two such lovely girls have shown their eagerness to compel them to bring themselves to him. He stands up revealing his white ashen body and steps forward atop the riving figures who sort of moan in like strange sort of sort of mewing sounds of each of the steps.
0: I mean, the visuals alone of this stuff would be fucking tough. But amazing. I mean, it's just so minging. Yeah, it is. It's so minging.
1: This one, I don't know. I think I would
0: struggle. I'd struggle to watch it, but I'm quite gleeful about it in in some way.
1: Again, he demands that they show him the respect that his position demands, this time with a creeping seriousness in his tone. Hannah looks around at the creeping monstrosities in the shadows and at his feet and asks the king what they are. So he sort of looks at the creatures and goes,
0: What are these Mm -hmm. things? Um. Oh, right, I didn't get in, it from when you yeah, said yeah. the same thing. <laughs> but yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why, they are my court, my playthings. They have, the, they have the duty to occupy and entertain their king, he says, smiling. Their bodies are mine to sculp and enjoy, as will yours be, my flower. He beckons a figure to his side. Its human skin is taut over a swine-like body with a twisted spine and overly long limbs. It's almost like a kind of cross between like a giraffe and a pig. <sighs> It catches eyes with Hannah and Muse in sobbing fear. Evelyn pulls his cloak around himself and grabs the creature's face. He then stretches its neck and shortens its body so it resembles more of a kind of giant weasel kind of creature. He just morphs it in front mm, yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. But painfully and... Yeah, it's the,
0: like... It, it, <laughs> it is horrible. It's, yeah, this is going to be quite a long yeah. sequence.
1: It would need some, some good foley work as well for like you know, the cracking of sinew oh, and mate. stuff. Um, the two women stare in horror for a moment before Joe calls him a sick fuck and swings for him with, with the torch. He flings the weasel creature away into the shadows and grabs the torch, crushing it before smashing Joe backwards. She falls hard. Hannah moves forward, but Evelyn, um, Evelyn grabs her throat and raises her up. He says that they have forever in his court and should not be so eager to madden their king. He carefully grabs a pendant from Hannah's neck, which causes his skin to sizzle in the smoke. He rips it from her and throws it into the dark. He commands one of his courtiers to dispose of that, as iron is forbidden in his realm. He then throws a heart to the ground next to Joe. So shall we try this again girls? A curtsy or a bow will suffice. The girls look to each other and Joe says they will show him respect and they also have a gift for their king. So they should have like show like a fake like, fealty. Well shall we see what it is and then we can see if we can't forget that little lapse just now. They stand. Joe spits blood from his mouth and they both curtsy before him. Eveling steps forward with his arms outstretched if he's going to embrace them smiling broadly. They then unsling their backpacks and Hannah pulls out a vibrating um, iron arrowhead and sinks it deep into the king's thigh. He howls in anger as Joe swings a steel wrench under his chin, forcing him back. So they've, they've come prepared. So mm. in the interim, they've done some research, right, here, right, which right. the audience hasn't seen. But that's what Hannah was doing at some point. Sneaky. Yeah. The surrounding creatures advance in anticipation. Joe presses her attack and smashes him around the face with a wrench, making the king's face hiss and rip with each blow. Hannah calls out that they need to know where Lorraine is, but Joe ignores her and keeps smashing at his face. Some of the writhing figures turn from the floor to reveal featureless faces as they reach out blindly, grasping at Joe. So they are literally just being morphed into a living carpet. Mm. That's 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 all their role is in this. Some of the writhing figures turn from the floor to reveal featureless faces as they reach out blindly, grasping at Joe. So it's sort of like grasping her, her ankles and stuff, or kind of feet wrists.
0: Sure, yeah, feet um, wrists.
1: Um, this gives even a moment to rally, and he grabs her wrist and twists her skin, and bone shattering her lower arms, he just sort of twists it, just completely just completely to twist yeah, it, yeah. like a really, effortless. really bad sort of Chinese burn, basically. <laughs> the steel wrench falls to the floor as Evelyn snarls through his ruined face. Hannah moves forward, but Evelyn rules for everybody to bow before him immediately, with such frosty that everybody drops to their knees except Joe, who is hanging by her destroyed arm from his hand. Evelyn pants in fury and looks around at his silent court. As a dear creature from before trots into the clearing, it casts a look at the kneeling dove and, through sad eyes, reveals that she is in fact Lorraine. The king is speechless in surprise as one of his prisoners. S- about her is a quiche. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll read it again. A quiche trots into the clearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, a quiche
0: is carried into the s- <laughs> clearing and with its sad eyes, it lets everybody and know. It turns out, the quiche is Lorraine. <laughs> I don't even like quiche. Not a big fan. No, yeah, I'm that. not with you. No. a lot of egg.
1: I'm very, very, very cheesy about how I eat my egg. I have it scrambled, but I won't have it poached.
0: I just won't have it. I just Fuck fucking won't, won't have it. <laughs> I have
1: left a lot of breakfast. Um, <laughs>
0: I've the... seen you toss tables over yeah, yeah. at a restaurant before. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. You, when you got poached. <laughs> fucking
1: bringing me poached. Three you three, went full
0: 3DK. <laughs> it was a Burger King kid's yeah. party.
1: But you know what? I can make the shit out of scrambled though, mate. <laughs> oh, I got good. It really does sing.
0: So, yeah, we're not yeah. doing the quiche, yeah. but it
1: yeah. is a great pun. <laughs> yeah, it <is. laughs> so, it casts a look at the kneeling Hannah and through sad eyes reveals that she is in fact Lorraine. The king is speechless in surprise at one of his prisoners having the audacity to even approach him like this. The Lorraine deer nuzzles against Joe's dangling other hand. This distracts even long enough for one of the other creatures to press Hannah's pendant into her hand. So, her hands are behind her, uh... and so sort the of creature that nuzzles it into her hand. With this, he lunges forward and shoves the iron jewellery into the wound on the King's thigh. He drops Joe in howls in agony and starts frantically clawing at the hissing wound. Hannah grabs the badly wounded Joe and runs through the parting crowd of creatures. Around him, the trees shake with Evelyn's pain and anger. She risks one look back as the Lorraine deer rears up and slams her hoofs down on the King, forcing him to the ground and the other creatures surround him. They escape together, but Joe's arm is clearly beyond saving. We end on a shot of the two women holding each other as the sun comes over the horizon on a sort of empty clearing of sort of Hard knots Pass. A burning crow sits on a branch watching them from a distance before flying off. And that's the end, mate.
0: Wow. Yeah, there's oh. a lot of that one, not it? Hello there. Thank you for your time and patience. Here we are. Welcome to Ag4. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> thank um, you very much. Yeah, mate, amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I really liked it. I love all the ideas. The only non-positive thing I would say is, as a movie, it would need more in that middle act.
2: I agree. So you've got the
0: beginning and the end down pat, but you actually explicitly said we wanted to leave their expertise or knowledge that they'd learned and the things they've procured as a surprise. So we'd have to find something else. And I think it's Red Flag Man. Yeah. I think there's something there.
1: I'd also want a bit when Joe's kind of out of it for a while and Hannah's on the computer researching and, and that's how she finds Clive. I'd want to maybe put some hint that she's already getting an idea of what's happening.
0: Yes. So oh, okay. So, 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 yeah. so that's
1: why she's she's a little bit ahead of the curve. Yeah. And then in the interim, her and Joe have formulated a plan, but unbeknownst to the audience.
0: Yeah, I think there's loads of space in that. middle yeah. act. but anyway, no need to get bogged down in that because, yeah. like, it was the ideas were amazing. The end. I mean, wow! That that final kind of kind of body horror. Yeah, I yeah. guess it is body horror. Yeah. But it's so, I mean, maybe it's my personal yeah. thing. I remember seeing it, I think it's maybe Warlock or Warlock 2. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anyone's seen them from the 80s. But in one of them, he turns a guy into a, a like a living piece mm. of modern art. Nice. But like a vase, yeah, yeah. I think it is. And it's all like kind of mush of colours yeah, and yeah. shapes because it's him all mushed out. And, yeah. and it's got one eyeball Oof. showing and it's moving yeah, around. Yeah. That's cool. So he's still yeah, sort of yeah. alive and conscious. Yeah, I wanted but to show that humanity yeah. thing. humanity. And that's always stuck with me for like 30 years. Yeah, that's grim. Yeah, it is grim. Yeah, it, it is grim. I've never rewatched it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can still see that scene clear as day in my mind. Anyway. So yeah, your last act. I'd find it really hard, but I think so. Go for it.
1: Yeah. So King Even himself is actually a folklore, Elven King of, of Cumbria of which very little is actually known about. I was going to write basically a thing about fairy folk, mm. um, and then and then it became. I
0: don't think that's not considered PC anymore. John. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah>. <laughs> that's very old-fashioned exactly. <laughs> old terminology. Very old-fashioned terminology. But hey, you be you, and then people will either go for it or not. Of
1: course, um, yeah. So in You're my mind,
0: do about a fee
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> I believe that's they're politically correct. Yeah, term.
1: I've got a lot to learn from you. In my mind, the bit with the crows is basically a spell. It's essentially a sacrifice spell that he does, just to find victims. Yeah, essentially, just to sort of just to farm people. And the fact that Clive sends people to him is an added bonus. It is not planned. Yeah, okay. Just because Daddy's lost his fucking mind. Yeah, yeah.
0: Your opening scenes has got a scare. Yeah, but then are we are we okay that we're just gonna do a slow burn? For the first two, two acts yeah. Two and a half acts
1: Because what In my mind What essentially Because you... that's
0: where Clive could be really yeah. useful His bag of red flags Yeah Could have You know A bit more flesh A bit more yeah. A few more scenes Where maybe we don't get The red flags On the yeah. first meet Maybe yeah, yeah. on the first meeting, actually, it seems really hopeful. That's a good idea, actually. We um, to make it and two, they're two like, oh, ideas. my God, thank God yeah. somebody's going to help. Yeah. Somebody's listening yeah. and believes us. and, better still, seems to know more about mm. it, yeah. you know, and then other stuff happens through other scenes. Yeah. And then, boom, they meet again. yeah. And maybe that gives you a sort of all is lost kind of yeah. vibe when 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 you yeah. see the red flags happen and you think fuck that was our only yeah I agree hope and now it turns out it's a fucking nut job
1: because I was trying to write essentially the each act as its own flavor of horror so in the first act you've got a kind of vampire esque nightmare on Elm Street ghostly figure yeah. sort of thing act two has a very much more grounded psychopath Clive's fucking a nut. Job and then the end scene has he body is holder. a robber and his, yeah, and, and it's just one as well. body the scene with the teenager in the bedroom. I originally wrote as a vampire story that one scene, and then I got to the end of that scene and then thought, No, I want to do something more than this. That got dropped very quickly. There's also like a little bit of anti-royal stuff in there with certain things, and who's also bled into. Don't
0: ruin it. Leave it like a yeah, like sorry, like yeah. a pre-internet yeah. piece of good music yeah, yeah good good song good artistry yeah. from pre-internet days of course where you didn't know you hadn't followed them from like birth of course because yeah. that's the thing yeah. I don't know if you, we, we were talking about this before but Simon Cowell's he's working on this new X Factor. Yeah. But instead of like getting him when they're sixteen, like it starts when they're still in utero. Yeah. yeah. So they're still in the womb. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially the mothers yeah. Yeah. pregnant my heavily pregnant mothers yeah, yeah. competing for their children to enter a sort of conveyor <laughs> belt of sort of trashy disposable yeah. pop stars. It
1: is the it is the natural next step for him. It's yeah. the only way he he can go at this point. And I think Prince Andrew's a judging that, isn't he?
0: Yes, Prince yeah, Andrew, think, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why he hasn't been collaborating with the he's FBI. Busy. Yeah, he's
1: been doing like rehearsals. <laughs> yeah, things. yeah, he's been doing. <laughs> they have to fucking wait.
0: it's, Yeah, Simon Cowell, Prince Andrew. I think David Williams is back. <laughs>
1: yeah, he'll do anything, won't
0: he? Um, I think because I think he's collaborating on his next kids' book with Prince Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> and it might be a rumor. It might be a rumor.
1: Oh, fingers crossed, guys.
0: Um, I can't, who is the last judge? Is it Danny Ziggy from Danzig? I know I Amanda Martin.
1: Holden's doing the kind of the kind of after after show special.
0: If I I think that it was rumored it was going to be. <laughs> I think it's going to be Mark Knopfler. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, again it might just be a rumor. Yeah, yeah, but. You know, he's been quite quiet lately. He has, he
1: has. He's, yeah, he's definitely been in keeping out of the public eye.
0: I mean, some say he's, he's in those streets. <laughs> sorry.
2: Sorry. Oh no!
0: But, <laughs> and that's why he's had to do the the preg factor.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, have uh, names then.
1: Um, the working title know? was Burning Crows, which is really on the nose. Burning it's, Crows. which yeah, is, is what the working title was.
0: I mean, it's not. It's 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 got the uh, it's got the. Mystique, Yeah. The sort of, ooh, what's that, what's that all about? King's Court. King's Court, King in the Woods. <laughs> king in the fucking Walkway. Mr. Balloon Hands. King in the Forest. Royal Forest. <laughs> um, Bastard King. I mean, that's quite good, but yeah. Oh, yeah. might be a bit difficult distribution-wise. Yeah. Different countries, you know, some yeah. people don't, don't love that.
1: Oh, yeah, because like in some countries, bastard's not, a, not the right <laughs> term, is it? <laughs> Burning feathers f- f- no, f-
0: flames of Royal Birds?
1: Royal birds is nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little bit of like a double meaning but mm. a second meaning you might not want.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh it's
1: like a pair of birds in this.
0: Do you know what I mean? Mm. Right pair of royal birds.
1: Yeah. Oi. I like the word court. I want the word court in
0: there. Yeah, what did I say? Royal birds. Bird court? <laughs>
1: this week on bird court
0: (laughs) this week on bird court it's followed by a lot of tweeting (laughs) (laughs) that would be I
1: would genuinely love that that's brilliant
0: who's the judge though is it a bird judge oh it would be an owl (laughs) yeah Yeah, I didn't
1: think he would say it out loud man
0: Of course, uh, cuckoos would always be in the dock because don't they? Don't yeah. they uh, throw other yeah, birds' prab- yeah. eggs? Every
1: <laughs> <Heavy laughs> case is that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: it's
1: just, like, it's just a smashed egg for exhibit.
0: Cuckoo court, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like every episode's like, well, oh, did they? Didn't they? <laughs> well, if they didn't do it this time, they fucking done it to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> they're cuckoos. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. But then you get yeah, you get accused of profiling. Yeah. <laughs> You can't, you can't be seen to be profiling cuckoos, yeah. even if they do naturally throw eggs out of the nest of other birds.
1: <laughs> this is my own business walking past a broken shell.
0: <laughs> Fairy king. Fairy court. Fairy forest. Forest fairies. <laughs> king fay
1: Caught in a king.
0: Caught in the king. King's gonna court in. Skin games. Mankey skin animals.
1: You could call it Royal Court, but spell it C A U G H T.
0: What about? Human Rug. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to think. It's like Human skin rug. market.
1: Human rug. The King's
0: Forest? Dear people. And spell it Deer as in D-E-E-R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flaming bird window. Window. <laughs> Human critters, people critters, people puppets, skin meat, (laughs) skin animals, no, people. It's
1: it's like watching Hendrix play.
0: (laughs) People animals. (laughs) Burning court? Yeah, the court doesn't burn, but yeah, I mean, it sounds better than most of the combos we've come up with. What, what was the king's name? The humans aren't puppets. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Well, what, what was the king's name? Evelyn. Evelyn. Evelyn's war? <laughs> Evening ladies. <laughs> Evelyn ladies. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. E- Evelyn ladies. <laughs> into the forest? Oh, that's the name of a thing. <laughs> yeah, it says, yeah,
1: into the woods. My least favourite musical. And I've not seen Cats. I love musicals,
0: by the way. I'm just, I'm just, not. I'm, it's not like, oh, I hate all of them. I just what, dack. have you seen Tina? You seen that? No, I haven't. What, hey. Tina? It's Tina Turner musical. Oh, no, oh, no I don't uh, know. What it. about, yeah. um... <laughs> what about, I think there's one called Whitney? <laughs> <is it? laughs>
1: yeah, I've seen that as a favourite. She <laughs> <laughs> did it six That's times, the only one What, what is about Tina? <laughs>
0: Yeah. You've seen the Michael Jackson one. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I thought you loved musicals. I, like, I think pretty much all of these are on right now. I've in the one, West End.
1: I've seen one jukebox musical, and that was the Meatloaf one, and it wasn't bad.
0: There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting off topic. Let's try and get this name locked down. <laughs> I think there might be something in Evelyn. Yeah. Evelyn's throne. Evelyn's court. Evelyn's friends. King Fae. King Fae is quite cool. King Fae,
1: yeah. King Fae I like. I like
0: King Fae. I like King Fae? No, I like King Fae. Wow. I think we might have something. That's right. That's right. Well, he defecated. But the camera pans up at that point. Yeah. That wasn't in the
1: yeah, you've stolen Absolutely. that straight from May Poppins. because <laughs> that's what happened
0: in that. A lot of people haven't seen that deleted scene. That yeah. you, we signed NDAs about <laughs> seeing <Yeah>. that. <laughs> we I mean, saw I, a mucky pop Like now, that yeah. you've breached the NDA. I mean, I've
1: refilmed my own version. Stick it on the end when we watch it at home because the kids need to know.
0: Honestly, these are quite watertight non-disclosure agreements. Mm, but as I yeah. say, now that you've broken it. Um, they know who they
1: hired. I'm a maverick.
0: It's a Mucky Poppins. <laughs> no, it's in the end, you know... <laughs> I was popping that the, the, the director's cut of Mary Poppins. There was deleted scenes. Yeah. It was a different film.
1: It's strange how the last shot can change the tone of all the preceding <laughs> shots very, very drastically.
0: <laughs> who knew? And uh, they were all quite damaged afterwards. Mm, yeah. other, than, other than, obviously, Julie Andrews. And yeah. she, well, she took
1: it astride, to stride, didn't she? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, she was the one wielding the axe.
1: Yeah. I remember she just glanced at me, sipped a coffee and walked on. Didn't, didn't even, didn't even
0: You were on the set. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is, and, and what was she like back then?
1: <laughs> she was lovely. Ooh. She was enchanting,
0: I must admit. Because didn't she, she used to always come to the set with two, was it two horses?
1: Yes. Originally it was two horses. Then it was one horse and no one ever mentioned
0: it. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. famously the thing you were never supposed to even yeah. reference. Yeah. Not even tell the people. I, I
1: remember I once asked the director, "Where's the horse?" And he just looked at me for a few beats, and that was it. Never came up again.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm you didn't work life, with mate. him anymore. Yeah, no, after that job. Well, um, yeah, I, don't know what I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so tell us more about the defecation scene now, because that was obviously I remember, quite a surprise to see that. I,
1: mm. I remember I thought it went well on the day
0: i i thought so I, it was it was written in script mate
1: i mean as, as good as i am I, I can't pretend that i can i can just improv that it,
0: <laughs> it, it, it was workshop yeah, rehearsed yeah. I, no, I think that's yeah. obviously one of your yeah. things is that it's a, bit, a lot like Stuart, Lee, yeah. you know the yeah. comedian Yeah, you know, a lot of it seems it very seems off the so cuff it, yeah, it seems like so it's just relaxed. come up with it yeah. on the night yeah. but actually it a lot is of work it's yeah. so much work. Of and it's word perfect. Yeah. It's you know a lot, a lot
1: a lot of support from my family. Right. They, they know what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, so um, you would have a sto- storyboarding, yeah. you're known for storyboarding oh, God, stuff yeah. to I the mean, nth degree.
1: I, w- I was living that scene mm. for, for, for weeks.
0: You got who's the guy I forget his name, but the guy that did all the original Lord of the Rings uh, artwork, you had yeah, him yeah. in, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. you have concept yeah, art yeah. for um, all those scenes. Oh, is
1: it Alan? Alan, Dale. I, I Alan Dale I think it was yeah he sketched it um, he made it look be- more beautiful he showed me how it could look <laughs> yeah. and that gave me the confidence to really <laughs> go commit. for it
0: yeah. yeah I mean some of those close shots yeah you know no one did that again until John Waters I think in mm. Pink Flamingo yeah. where yeah. he had that scene yeah where his character picks up yeah. A, yeah. a dog shits yeah. and in Old the oh same... Divine
1: one of my, one of my students <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yeah yeah
0: Divine that's yeah. it yeah so. it was a nod and she uh, yeah. picks up a fresh torture mm. and eats it. And it's very. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. I thought, you know, I thought, yeah. do you know what? I felt a little bit bad for you because I remember John. I mean, even now, John Waters is, is sort of remembered yeah. or known in yeah. some ways for that scene. And, and I thought, well, that actually was him stealing your thunder a bit. Not intentionally. No. Because I, you, to be honest, you cut the scene.
1: I, I I'm you cut happy the scene. that you... my legacy is out there because yeah. be before that.
0: Julie Andrews, <laughs> in hindsight, probably yeah. wouldn't have worked much. No after that no I mean because it was it was grim niche, was. niche. there would be a really strong yeah. very small I mean, video market uh, after yeah. after market because
1: know? to be fair the only legacy I thought that scene had was that Dip Van Dyke swore that he would never dance again <laughs> when it happened and, and, no, and, it I th- and yeah and I thought that's not legacy I wanted but then Divine came along and she you know, made it clear that I was a big influence and uh, that that really helped me really really, really got me through the late 80s and 90s
0: yeah well a lot of people don't know that the reason Dick Van Dyke digged uh, in his later life mm. I mean he's obviously still alive but <laughs> in his much later career yeah. he did Diagnosis Murder the TV show very yeah. much because it was filmed in a yeah. real hospital and he could get a lot of psychiatric help yeah. still from yeah. the, the, the Julie Andrews yeah shitting scene from yeah. Mary Poppins well, I
1: mean I've, I've got to make this very clear this has been a, gone on for a long time Julie Andrews was in the scene she wasn't shitting oh, <laughs> oh. no no no, no, no. Yeah, there was a sort double yeah,
0: yeah. We, a shitty double there,
1: there's a film called a Texas switch <laughs> which is when you replace the actor with a stunt double right Julie Andrews wouldn't shit on
0: camera right uh, I mean she just couldn't go no <laughs> 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 she,
1: I mean, she. she, she tried. She wrote, she wrote a lot of checks that she couldn't quite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> couldn't quite
1: cash when it came to it.
0: She was all mouth and no trousers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, she can do everything else. Yeah. That's but, the thing is that they say triple threat. Of course. <laughs> a lot of us that work behind the scenes yeah, know yeah. that there's a quadruple threat.
1: Yeah, yeah. That is, is
0: dangerous. <laughs> it's everything. It's, it's destructive.
1: It's a string dead to any true actor's bone. Can you sing?
0: Can you dance? Can you act? Can you defecate on cue? There's a <laughs> there's a market for it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the real test of an actor's metal. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of directors use it. Again, yeah, you don't, you don't see it on screen a lot.
1: No, but you can tell a film where it's heavily implied.
0: Do you know? You see it a bit, but not a lot, and it's because um, you it, it's something that's done in screen tests or yeah, of thing. yeah. So, like again, you might have seen it in the. Uh, you know, just a famous um, Mark Hamill <laughs> screen test with Harrison Ford. Yeah, I mean, if you watch it to the yeah. end, there's a huge amount of yeah. defecation. But I mean, they both do it easy. Yeah. That's it, how they it, knew it, they like like of like chemistry. It's just like someone's just opened the bomber's doors.
1: <laughs> yeah, the world falls out of thousands of dust, doesn't it? Um,
0: it's the confidence? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a- what i find sad about the current state of films now is it's always done in post now mm-hmm. they don't do a lot of stuff with, with practical
0: stuff <laughs> it's, it's all in post exactly it's it's disappointing because um, well, yeah. you can tell can't you i mean i can tell but some of the audiences <laughs> well, can't you can tell because you were like the sort of yeah you were the guy you it, were the every guy everyone went yeah. to it's
1: frustrating when you see an audience come out and go my god that that, that <laughs> defecating scene was top-notch
0: and you go it was done in post. Yeah, they pour muddy water over a blue balloon. <laughs> and then. <laughs> and then they just. Yeah. Insert yeah. It, remove well, the blue balloon. What put kind it of the
1: face? green switch roll? <laughs> There's a lot of techniques.
0: <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway, names. <laughs> the thing about the quadruple threat is that. Three of them are like metaphorical threats, mm. and the fourth one is. a threat. It's yeah. a, <laughs> a threat
1: made real, mate. I would say King Fei is quite good. I quite like King Fae. Look, I'm,
0: I'm happy to call it Vernon Gross. <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to call it Vernon Gross, King Fae. King Fae. Yeah, oh. that's what's
1: one, guys. That's what's one. Hope some of you are happy with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uh, Yeah, we can all hear that no pressure is applied from me John came to that conclusion on his own clearly recognising the superior name
1: (laughs) 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 well done Dave and
0: on that note if you do have a better one I don't don't know how you could but okay uh, tweet us at LMAHM pod LMAHM pod email us at let's make a horror movie at gmail.com and you'll get into act one Instagram us mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, or do just on come and follow us on Instagram. Maybe
1: comment on our pictures.
0: Stuff like that. Yeah, you know, interact. Do you... I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Got any funny pandemic uh, anecdotes? Yeah. Get, send them in. You know, let's put a brief face yeah. on quite a grim situation. Yeah,
1: any of your pandomics? I don't <laughs>
0: oh, <what that laughs> your pandrokes. Pandrokes, no, <laughs> Banterics. Oh, yeah. anyway. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's it's been good. Get in touch and or join us next week. Yeah. We'll do both. Yeah, do both. Get in touch and join us next week. And rate
1: and review us on iTunes. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, please do rate and review us on iTunes. It's nice to get a little written review. Yeah. I think that probably does something in the algorithms. thanks
1: to people already have. Very kind of you.
0: That'd be very nice. If you weren't rewarded for that, just, Mm. you know, say what you want. You can choose between... (laughs) I've got some blue string. You can have some blue string... Oh, actually, if anyone wants them, I've got a copy of False Value by Ben Ranovich because I pre-ordered and then pre-ordered again. Yeah. So yeah, email us or whatever, but Ooh. it is the eighth book in a series. Also, I have a Horus Heresy book I've doubled up again, Slaves to Darkness and Titan Death. so so book 52 or 53 if anyone (laughs) needs a copy of them whoa whoa
1: whoa guys slow down I'm (laughs) going to give
0: it to one of you don't all rush at once I've only got one copy of those two books they're going to go
1: fucking mad
2: mate (laughs) bye
0: let's make a horror movie everyone